Folks, uh, when we uh, read Quran in our own language, uh, it could easily be understood that uh, uh, this book say uh, have no information uh, about science, about geography, or even history. Uh, at the time when Muhammad was narrating Qurani ayahs, uh, the main purpose was to approve all the barbarism and killing and beheading and anything imaginable including selling women on the street including uh, uh, routing uh, or thrashing the innocent uh, towns around uh, Medina or around Mecca uh, most of them uh, the people of minority and uh, like that uh, today we hear uh, or actually in the since 19th century when the the scientific uh, inventions started taking hold and uh, the civilization uh, particularly the western civilization established the modern concept of science and sociology and uh, other aspect of life, uh, these mullahs, they uh, took some ayahs and say, oh, see, the Quran already told this 1400 years ago. Now, they, these people are actually so naive and so stupid that they think this world started 1400 years ago. I mean, unbelievable. Even at the time of Muhammad, there was no such thing as science and there was no such thing as what we know as facts. Later in about uh, three to four hundred years when the Arabs and particularly the Central Asians and Iranians uh, used their intelligence and uh, started uh, the basic sciences, uh, we see that uh, their knowledge uh, was very primitive. Uh, like when they talk about uh, chemistry, they claim that there are four elements and uh, those elements were the one which were narrated uh, thousand years before them, which is uh, air, earth and uh, fire and things like that. And then the Arabs added sulfuric acid to it and they said this is also element because everything is dissolved in it. If Allah really wanted to give any scientific information, which definitely was not around, it was uh, very easy. He could have just written four pages of modern scientific formulas. He could have narrated uh, Newton's laws in a couple of ayahs. He could have detailed theory of relativity in um, three to four ayahs and then the basic development of science uh, Faraday law, Charles law, Boyle's law and the electromagnetism uh, information could have been narrated in hardly four to five pages and that could help Arabs to create a modern world 1400 years ago but it is not a book of science. Every 
so called scientific uh, information was basically some storytelling which was very common from the times of the greeks about the earth and about the basic uh, basic issues we have uh, around us science came about 1500 years ago i mean after 1500 years ago and then that science actually uh, involved everything and we see today everything we call it science whether it is politics whether it is sociology whether it is physics chemistry and what not initially the arabs claimed there were four elements allah could have mentioned in the book that there are more than 200 elements the only element mentioned in quran is uh, uh, iron and that the ayah says that we have put lot of uh, uses and uh, uh, importance to this uh, iron the shias call it that allah is saying this about the sword of ali because they actually put uh, ali and husain in every qurani ayah they only see the whole thing um, about what they call it ahlebat I mean, an absolute stupidity and fake claims. So, like we see an example, let's say, uh, in astro in uh, astrology, uh, when uh, the Galileo claimed in fifteen hundred, in the year about fifteen hundred fifty, that the Earth revolves around the Sun, not the other way around. The Pope. who was the head of all the powers at that time put him in jail and forced him to apologize and uh, accept that what bible says which is that uh, sun is rotating around the earth is true the guy had no choice he did it but after 500 years just few years back the pope pop pop apologized to galileo and he said that we were wrong and he was right and then we saw the evolution of science where the basic elements were analyzed their usage was established and then we saw uh, the electro uh, magnetism improvement and we saw the invention of uh, uh, bulb we saw the invention of electric motors we saw how things rotate actually between um, mechanical and uh, electrical powers and all that and that created later on the electronics and then microelectronics and then nanoelectronics and today we have computers supercomputers we have information age all this thing if allah knew 1500 years ago he could have just put them in less than about uh, 10 to 20 pages but that is not the intention of quran the intention of quran was to subjugate and terrorize the rest of the world and the arabs did it 
they did it very well and they terrorized everybody around them and they took over vast land took over others women others kids and established their racist homophobic anti minority anti women system of governing if we evaluate some ayahs in quran which could have been said are related to maybe geography or maybe astrology or maybe astronomy or maybe modern science we see an ayah about the story of king zulkarnain the ayah starts that come people we will tell you a story of a king called zulkarnain and he was a good king now the good king is very strange analogy because some uh, muslim narrators later on said that this is about alexander the great because he conquered a lot of area in a very short time and uh, and they say okay, that he he made the wall of china to not allowed allow yajuj majuj to cross the land now these stories were probably very prevalent yajuj majuj is a made up story this some narrators they say that this is between the uh, jordan the, and the rest of the arabia because there were some mountains over there so they thought the other side they have yajuj majuj some narrators say that this is about zulkarnain i mean about alexander but the point is when god says he was a good king how could he say that because they were pagans alexander was considered as a god himself he was not a muslim he was not a christian he was not a jew he was not the man of book so how come the in the same quran the god says kill every pagan and then he is narrating zulkarnain as good king secondly this zulkarnain goes to one side and then see the sun drowning in a murky water i mean unbelievable because the allah back then did not know that sun is not revolving around the earth but it is other way around they have to make some stories to fool people and these stories definitely did not came from the real god if there is any these stories came from the mouth of muhammad and his associates and around some people around him because when you are a mullah for 23 years and you give sermon couple of days a week you need to have some stories that is why 80% of the quran is about stories some from bible some from torah some from zoroastrian religion and some from the local arab traditions
So when the God says that Zulkarnain, he went to the end of the earth and then he saw people and then he asked him, should I leave him alone? So the Allah says, it's up to you. If they do good, leave them alone or kill them. So he left them alone. And then he went to the other side of the uh, of the earth and he found some people who have no covering. Means they were like uh, naked. So, and then Zulkarnain left them alone as well. I mean, this story coming from Quran and the hundreds and thousands of Muslims explaining this and trying to prove that it is right. It did really happen like that. It's unbelievable. I mean, even a kid today in school knows that earth revolved around the sun. But back then, because there was no established science and there was uh, no Galileo, they had no choice but to accept whatever comes out of the mouth of Muhammad or the traditions of uh, if uh, if any Pakistani reads Surah Kahf in Quran uh, Ayat 83 to 101 uh, the story about Dhulkarnan uh, is detailed in those ayahs and uh, the way these ayahs are written uh, you can see that uh, even a 10th grader today will have more knowledge than what these ayahs are saying and will narrate it much better. Uh, the, the, the problem with the Quran was clearly um, detailed by many um, Muslim scientists and uh, intellectuals, uh, particularly if you read what Al-Razi said, the famous uh, uh, chemist or uh, uh, doctor because on those days one person was supposed to be expert in many fields and uh, he said it uh, so clearly that uh, it amazes me that you call this book a miracle a book which has no information haphazard details and has no relevance to each ayah and we can write a better book with a better rhyme and better description and will have a purpose. So the point is that when you read Quran as an independent person which no Pakistan is allowed. Pakistanis are said you when you cannot touch the book unless you have wudu, means that you wash your hand and this and uh, then you can open it, you can read it, but always be respectful. There is not one person brave enough in Pakistan who can criticize this book openly. The mullahs will go after his head. The mullahs will say, oh, he disrespected my God. Unbelievable. I mean, here in the civilized world, we see people criticizing uh, Bible, criticizing Torah, analyzing it, and the experts of uh, 
Torah and the Bible have openly admitted that these books are not related to science. Even the stories detailed in those books have been rejected by their own experts. And they say this is just a narration and is not based on facts. But in Pakistan, particularly the non-Arab country, uh, they are forced to believe that everything is the word of God. And then the same related to earth, uh, they claim in Quran that earth is flat and we have put uh, mountains in it so it can stabilize it and it will not allow the earth to tilt on one side or vibrate. This is uh, in Quran, Ayah 31, Ayah 21 and Ayah 16. It's very interesting to note that because back then people were not aware that earth is round, they believed whatever these mullahs or imams or prophets uh, explained or narrated to them. When they say that the sun goes down in a murky water and it rises from the east and there is a river or pond in the left where it goes down. There is a hadith uh, narrated by Abu Huraira which says that when we talked to Muhammad about it and said that how the earth once it goes down in that water comes back from the east next morning. So the narration says that according to Muhammad the earth goes down in the west and then he prays to Allah all night to allow him to rise again from the east. Then Allah grants the permission and then the sun rises from the east next morning. The day Allah will refuse that permission, the sun will rise from the west. And that's why many narrators and uh, what they call it, the, the, the people who uh, explain Quran, Tafsir and all that, they said one sign of earth being ending and the day of judgment coming is that sun will rise from the west. Now these kind of stories, if you tell to a school kid, even like second grade or third grade, he is allowed to laugh. But if he laugh and there is a mullah around, he will put blasphemy law on him. This is how seriously they have damaged the minds of Muslim men. I mean, I see educated people like doctors, engineers, highly educated, masters, PhDs. When the Quran is narrated, they keep their eyes down, their head down, and they just keep listening, narrated by an illiterate person. Most of this uh, Hafiz of Quran 
and all these people they are totally illiterate people they don't know abcd of this world but the people are forced to listen to them respect them and even give them money i mean when would the common sense prevail in pakistan when would the people be allowed to criticize what was written in 7th century to even 20th century even today we see these so called educated people trying to prove that the mountains are really stabilize the earth and this was told by allah 1400 years ago now any man of science or even a high school kid can understand that the earth is 8000 mile diameter its diameter is 8000 mile and the largest mountain on it say mount everest is only 5 miles now how could a 5 miles piece have any effect on the stability of a mass which is 8000 mile in diameter if you take a tennis ball and you see the fibers on it the smallest fiber is like a mountain on earth the ratio of 5 miles to 8000 miles is just like a small small piece of uh, any material sitting on the earth and then these mountains are said that they stabilize it some uh, mulla and narrators say that this stops earthquakes absolute bullshit wherever these mountains are are the weak points on the earth the mountains are created by the pressure of the upper and lower crust of the earth and that pressure creates mountain and that same pressure when it leaks between the plates it creates the earthquakes so most of the dangerous points of earthquakes are where the mountains are they have no responsibility or control over earthquakes these are natural phenomena due to internal earth pressure and then these mountains they keep rising uh, scientists have proved that these mountain heights are rising and that is because of the internal pressure either of the plates or the lava in the earth i mean this is a science by itself and if you talk to any uh, expert or scientist of earth he will tell you that these small mountains or small pegs on the face of the earth have no role in stabilizing the earth and then we see the major earthquake like the one in pakistan 1930 quite earthquake more than 150000 people died it is in the mountain range the 2005 earthquake where 70000 people died it is in the mountain range so how come the mountain can stop earthquake the quran says the earthquakes are sent 
the floods are sent on non-Muslims. And today we see that when the earthquake and floods come, more Muslims die than non-Muslims. If you ask a mullah why, we say, oh, when the woman will wear jeans, what would Allah do? He will send you this punishment. So, all the blame on the woman. This is actually what the Quran also narrates, that Allah hates women and anything bad on this earth is done because of their activities. Unbelievable. Talk to you later. Bye.